0: Welcome to the Leader, Manager, Coach podcast, where we share knowledge, philosophies, wisdom and insight to help you on your journey in both sport and life. Introducing your host, Rob Riles. Hello and welcome along to another edition of Leader, Manager, Coach. Welcome along to the podcast. As always, it's great to have you with us. If you're uh, one of our and your listeners, a very, very warm welcome. And if you've uh, been listening to a good few of the podcast episodes, I hope you're enjoying them. Love to know your feedback. Leave us a review and let other people share in the genuine knowledge and philosophies and wisdom that we uh, we share on leader, manager, coach. So, what are we going to talk about today? Well, today is episode ten of Eknath Yaswaran's Words to Live By, and. As always, I'm astounded at the amount of phenomenal but simple philosophy that this man puts over in such a beautiful way that's so applicable to our working lives. And as you know, this podcast has a very strong sporting bias, although, as I say many times, the principles of success no matter what your area of life, no matter what your niche, whether it's your family, your business, your own personal life, or as a coach, professional coach grassroots, a leader and manager in elite sport, elite football, the principles, as far as I'm concerned, are no different. The details may be different and the arenas, but the principles run through it all. And that's how, how we go about sharing what we do on leader, manager, coach. So here we go for McNathy Eswaran, number 10. Number one, he talks about is patience. Do not underestimate how powerful patience is. I think one of the very first books I ever read on self-development, if I can use that term, was by a guy called M.R. Kopmeyer, K-O-P-M-E-Y-E-R. One of the chapters in that book, and I think that this read was probably about 40 years ago, maybe not quite 40 years ago, but 30 to 40 years ago, was patience power. And I don't think there's any greater time, there's any greater moment of teaching than the one we are currently in. And I don't wish to go on about it, but we are recording this and... We are living through at the moment the height or certainly the the ravages whether it's the height or not i don't know of a pandemic and there are so many things that people want to do things that people wish to do try to do want to achieve and the restrictions that are in place are holding many people back and it is a testament to people's patience that they're able to see things through and without a doubt, this is a great test of patience. There is nothing great in life achieved without patience because nothing of value, as far as I'm concerned, comes quickly. If it comes quickly, it may come quickly after 25 years hard work. As some famous rock star said, I suddenly became an overnight success after 25 years hard work, but that is patience and, We need to be patient with ourselves and patient with those we care for, those we lead and those who are around us if we are to facilitate success and to get the best out of everybody. Number two, develop the habit. This is powerful, it's not easy, it's difficult and it's counterintuitive. But develop the habit of leaning into challenges. You can develop a mindset that says, aha, here is a problem. Here is a challenge. And what I will do is I will face it. I will step into it. I will push into it. I will work at it. I will look at it. I will analyze it. I will poke it. I will prod it. I will really have a go at dealing with this because ultimately that challenge is the way as ryan holiday puts it the obstacle is the way the longer we look at it the longer we sidestep it the more we sidestep it the more we try and go round it um and that's not to say we should go looking for trouble it's just a way of dealing with things that keep popping up in our lives if things keep appearing in our lives which have a similar vein it means we probably need to address something so get into the habit of leaning into challenges and get your people, your players to lean into challenges, get them to have a a challenge, challenge, challenge mindset. Challenge the challenge, you know, and uh, let's see how many of them disappear in the first instance. Number three. Ekna Iyashwaran reminds us of the highest level of living. And that is interdependency. I don't know how many of you can relate to this, but how many of you were brought up and certainly when you decided to embark upon your, you know, you start to have those conscious thoughts and, and you grew up as a child and you went from something called dependency where you were physically, financially and all the rest of it dependent upon your carers, parents. And then we, develop into adolescence and we become hopefully if we have the physical ability to do so and we are blessed with those facets we become independent and some of us stay at that level it's easy to think that great you know i've moved on i don't need other people now and uh, i can work i can do this i can do that I can be independent. Well, the great thinkers, among them Stephen Covey and certainly Eknathy Aswaran, talk about interdependence, where the greatest level of living is where we use our own independence and our own self-will. And we use it in conjunction successfully and harmoniously with other people so that we achieve great results i have to hold my hand up and say this is something i've really struggled with it hasn't come easily to me and i certainly believe i have a long way to go in the fact that trusting and letting go of a a, a desire to micromanage and be in control and being in 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 charge in a certain kind of way is something that i've had difficulties with but interdependency and if you are about creating a great team as last week's episode we talked about with Dr. Pippa Grange. If you're into that, then one thing you need to develop is that ability to be interdependent. Next one. Eknath Yaswaran reminds us that ultimately, as a leader, as a manager, as a coach, as a facilitator, as a guide, we are here to serve. We are not here to be served we are here to serve and the greatest question or one of the greatest questions you can ask yourself is on a daily basis even on an hourly basis is how may i serve it's profoundly powerful in your own niche in your own area as a parent as a coach as a developer as a leader as a manager as a creator how may i serve the more you serve the greater, according to Emerson in his essay on compensation, will be your remuneration in whatever form that is. Comes in many, many different forms, as we know. Excuse me. How may I serve? And part of that service, as we've already talked about, involves self-sacrifice. It involves giving up what you want to do to help other people. And if you're into creating great teams, if you can help 11 other people, if we're using a football team, for example, just the first 11 on the pitch, 11 other people to be the best they can be by giving up yourself or what you want to achieve personally, but help them, you will have achieved success if that is what you want to do. 25, if it's a whole squad, whatever it is, how may I serve? Next one, be unwavering on your fundamentals. We talked about this on a previous podcast. The title of that podcast, if you want to go and have a listen to it, and it's based on a lot of work that Ryan Holiday does with his Stoic philosophy, is what is your life built on? Because one thing's for certain, we all need to know what it is our lives are built on. Otherwise, we will be like a a small boat tossed on the ocean. We will be pushed here and there. And at the risk of being sunk and blown off course by tides and powers that are greater than us. And nobody's saying that we have ultimate control in our lives, but if we know what our fundamentals are, our absolutes, the things we are committed to doing every day because these are things that we fundamentally believe in, we've thought about them, we've pondered on them, we've discussed them with our trusted people and we are immovable on them at this particular moment in time, then we have an opportunity to achieve something meaningful. If we do not really know the answer to the question of what is our life built on and what are your fundamentals, then it's very difficult to hold on to an opinion. You will be swayed much more easily. Sir Alex Ferguson, in one of his eight key things key facets of leadership again that we talked about on the podcast was never ever ever seed control now you may look at that and think well he's being very autocratic very independent well the other way of looking at that is that he had decided what his fundamentals were and he wasn't going to cede control over the implementation of those particular fundamentals next one this leads on really really well from that if we want to move on we cannot just have a philosophy we have to have an active philosophy success in life requires action now whether we take it or we inspire other people to take it it needs action and it needs possibly lots of endeavor and a lot of hard work there are people who will Maybe challenge on this and say, you don't have to work hard to be successful. Well, let's maybe leave that discussion for another day, but I certainly believe that you have to have put in the hours, whether that's thought processes, analysis, actual physical work or communication work, or the development of some certain skill in order to achieve an objective. And it will probably take many, many, many more times and an awful lot longer than you actually think it will. How many times have you been involved in a project and you've set yourself a goal, you've set yourself a target and said, right, we'll do this, we'll do that, we'll do the other. And we'll be here by this week, that month. And you get there and you're almost nowhere near it. Big goals take lots of time. And one of the things we need to do is we need to put action in. The journey of a thousand miles, as they say, begins with one step. Leading on from action, and again from the stoic philosophy, that is what we have control of, the action. Eknath, Yaswaran, reminds us for peace of mind, for successful living, successful leadership, we have to be detached from results. If we are not detached from results, we will be like the football manager who crows and moans and complains and is not the individual we aspire to be. Easy to moan, easy to complain, easy to criticise, not easy to be detached. It is a level of above, a level above, should I say. Be detached. next one remember that your life the quality of your life will be dependent upon this particular thing and what is this particular thing that is so powerful according to eknath the aswaran it is our attention whatever it is you put your attention on will grow it will develop it will evolve it will get bigger and become more powerful it's like digging a channel first of all you have a fleeting thought and if you have that fleeting thought a few times you will maybe verbalize about that thought and that's a little bit like just scraping a small channel in the ground and if you discuss it or you write it down or you ponder on it then Now, that's like making that channel channel a little bit deeper so that when it rains, when more thoughts come, you can get a little channel of water that flows through that. And if that's repeated time and time again and day after day, that can become a stream and in the analogy can become a great raging torrent and a river. That is where the action comes from. And that is how things are created with attention. So... Be very, very aware of where your attention goes during the day. One of the most amazing books, and uh, Brian Johnson talks about this, is he puts this in his top three, which is a very, very powerful statement, considering what an awesome creator uh, of knowledge this man is, Brian Johnson. He talks about Cal Newport's book, Deep Work, as being in his top three of all time. That's how powerful it is, and I totally agree with him. Your attention is your power. Okay, just uh, getting towards the last few. Remember that whatever happens, everything is connected. So you know, if that's why selfish acts, as Eknathi Aswaran reminds us, will never have the positive effects that unselfish acts have. Because everything and everybody is connected. And ultimately, whether it takes time, whether it takes decades, whether it takes whatever it does take and however long it takes, we live in an interconnected society and an interconnected world. And if you have a part of a team where something is good for that particular person and something that is inherently bad for somebody else, then you're going to have a challenge. Now, what we're not talking about here in terms of sports and teams is, okay, you select a particular number of individuals for the first 11, the first seven, first six, whatever it is. And that's good for those people and bad for the substitutes. We're not talking about that kind of small detail. We're talking about more fundamental things in terms of Ongoing, permanent changes and values of honesty, integrity, authenticity, and truth. That is what we're talking about. We're not talking about being a man or a woman or an adult and dealing with disappointment. That is a different thing altogether. Last one. Last one from Eknath or last two, let me make it last two. Always remember that the whole thing, if you feel frustrated, you feel angry, you feel upset, you feel happy, you feel elated, whatever emotion it is or wherever you are, it is always all about you. There is hardly a more powerful statement that I can think of than this one because it gives or reminds us that all our power is within us that wherever we put our attention and however we deal with things is completely up to us no one's saying it's easy no one's saying it's simple no one's saying that we should be elated and happy all the time it is completely not about that it is saying Everything emanates from us. However we respond, however we feel, the power is within us. And last but not least, the f- probably the, the crux of Eknath Yaswaran's methodology, the crux of his thought processes, and the crux of his philosophy is how do we get to those states whereby people turn to us, people turn to you, People look at you, are drawn to you, will follow you, will believe you because you have that quality. Eknath talks fundamentally and all through his work about the practice of having a quiet mind and practicing meditation. It's something that can literally change your life in ways that you can only begin to imagine. But that's the last one from Eknath. It's probably one of the most information packed episodes in Eknath the Aswaran's Words to Live By. It's number 10. I hope you've enjoyed it. There's, a, a, there's nine that have gone on before this, and there's another two to come. It's Eknath the Aswaran. It's powerful stuff. It's Leader, Manager, Coach. Don't forget, you can download the app and you can uh, access complimentary information, videos. All the rest of the podcasts, articles, and you can also access some really powerful subscription-based material that I promise you can literally change your leadership, change your life, and change those you lead. All right, as always, great to speak. Catch you later. Bye-bye. Leader Manager Coach podcast is available via the Leader Manager Coach app. Download it now to access the rich resource of unique, insightful, and educational material to help you on your own journey in football, sport, and life. Leader Manager Coach. For the game. For life. Available now on Google Play and Apple App Store.